My guest says many are looking at Islam as the primary threat for the last days, but they've missed the true sleeping dragon. Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural. My guest, Mike Shreve, is an expert on an area called New Age. Most people aren't familiar with what the New Age is. As a matter of fact, many people that call themselves Bible believers have a mixture. They have a little New Age and a little true supernatural of God. So I asked Mike to explain what the counterfeit looks like. And keep in mind, you can't have a good counterfeit unless it's a counterfeit of something authentic. The authentic is the supernatural of God as defined in the Bible. The counterfeit looks like it, smells like it, tastes like it, but it really isn't. Mike, what is exactly included in this term, New Age? Well, it's a very comprehensive term, Sid, that can swing all the way to the left and embrace dark spirituality like Wicca and witchcraft. And then it can swing all the way to the right and embrace groups like mind science groups and uh, positive thinking courses and uh, uh, quite a few other groups in the middle. Now, now you wouldn't think that swing all the way out to the right, as you put it, in positive thinking would be under that, but it really is. Well, there are certain New Age principles Aspects. that they adhere to that unite them all together mm -hmm. under this banner. Uh, almost all New Age type groups believe in a coming new age of heightened spiritual awareness in the world. Uh, they differ in how they think that's going to come to pass. But it's all based on astrology because actually hmm. uh, the term New Age uh, stems from astrology. The idea that the sun passes through 12 houses as it goes around the earth, which is of course opposite to the truth. Uh, but That's why I said it's a good counterfeit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, the New Age is called the Aquarian Age. And according to astrology, we are now in the Piscean Age, which is a, an age of knowledge and reason and that we're at the juncture where we're passing into the Aquarian Age, which is supposed to be an age of spirituality and God consciousness in the world, where many of the world's problems are solved. And so it's a very optimistic view of the future, and it's all tied in with uh, an awakening of spirituality. Now, you said that it, it covers so many different areas, but yet there are certain things in common. What else? What well, do they some, all have in common? New Agers usually embrace some of these beliefs. For instance, number one, they believe in the need for spirituality instead of religion. 
most of them are burnout on religion. <laughs> yeah. Hey, does that sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> but this is where the error comes in. They believe that all religions and all paths of spirituality are legitimate means to achieve the end, which is ultimate reality. Most New Agers are looking for an experience of ultimate reality. And number three, they believe that there are means or devices they can implement in order to achieve an experience of ultimate reality, like meditation or yoga or things like that. Um, then most New Agers also believe that, as I mentioned, there is a coming age of enlightenment, and the way we're going to move into that new age is by individuals awakening their own divine nature. Now, there's a very key element. Most New Agers believe that we are God, that we are expressions of the divine, and the key to bringing this planet to peace is realizing our own godhood, if you would. And that's the antithesis of the truth. We'll never be God. And, and we can't awaken a God nature within, but that's one of the basic teachings. Well, you know, the reason that Mike is so well knowledgeable, because number one, he studied for many years, but before he knew the Messiah, uh, he actually taught yoga at four universities in the Tampa, uh, Florida area. Uh, and uh, why did you even get into yoga? What was your goal? Well, when I was a freshman in college, I had a near-death experience because of drugs. I, <laughs> I went into an overdose experience where I felt, I believe it was actually happening, my soul leaving my body, the life gathering from my hands and feet to the center of my chest, and then going out into this void that was quite frightening. And uh, I realized then and there I was throwing my life away, and I needed to find something of eternal value. So I dropped out of college to study under an Indian guru. And I became very devoted to a group called Kundalini Yoga under a man named Yogi Bhajan. And I was spending from 3.30 in the morning till 5.30 at night in some kind of discipline, doing Hatha Yoga, uh, Raja Yoga, meditating, chanting mantras, reading various scriptures. You were really dedicated. I was into it passionately for a long period of time. If Bible believers were just as dedicated, uh, and, and Mike, you were successful. Uh, there was a, a full-page article about you in a Tampa newspaper. And I thought that would increase my classes. I was teaching at four universities. About how many students? I had about two to 300 students in four universities in the Tampa area. And this big article came out in the Tribune and I thought for certain my classes would go from 200 to maybe 900 or 1,000. Instead... But it, wait a second, were you materialistic? Did you want to no, make money? What no, was your goal? In, in fact, I never charged for my classes. I just <laughs> put a little basket in the back of the class, uh -huh. and, and if they wanted to drop something in, they did. I lived a very uh, separated life. I was somewhat of a recluse and, and didn't own anything materially. So that wasn't my focus, but I wanted to impact the world. I thought that what I was teaching would help people bring their lives to a place of, of peace and a place where they could uh, achieve uh, God consciousness and become more whole individuals. But unbeknownst to Mike, what he thought the purpose of this full page article <laughs> was not the purpose at all. No. A, a group of born again Christians read the article and decided they wanted to make a focus of their prayer, Mike Shreve. And uh, uh, did they pray a lot for you? Every hour. 
They every hour. They assigned somebody to be fasting and praying over me every hour. You didn't of stand every a chance. No. You didn't stand a chance. No, for a month I was soaked with intercession. Okay, so you decide uh, you're you're going to check the Bible out, check this Jesus out, ch- uh, and you say I'm going to take one day. Just one day. And tell me about that day. Well, uh, what happened is during that month-long period, I got a letter from an old friend, and he told me how he'd been born again, which was a foreign term to me. I didn't understand, but he described Jesus coming into his heart and how he finally had an encounter with God. I wrote him back and said, that doesn't make sense to me. But the letter just weighed on my mind until one day, as you said, I decided, you know, I've got to be open-minded. So I dedicated that whole day to the Lord Jesus, and I said, I'm not going to do yoga. I'm not going to chant. I'm not going to do any meditation like I'm normally Mm -hmm. involved in. I'm just going to pray and read the Bible today. And if you really are the Messiah, and if you really did come to die on a cross for the sins of humanity, then I believe you'll show me today. All right, hold that thought. I know you're not going anywhere. We'll be back right after this word. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! Get ready to read the amazing stories of 10 people who sought to find supernatural truth, but instead got entangled in a web of deceit. Yet through God's grace, the ultimate reality of Jesus the Messiah was supernaturally revealed. Call now and get this brand new book by Mike Shreve and Sid Roth, Truth Seekers, and Mike Shreve's revealing audio CD teaching, Avoiding Deception. Both yours for a donation of $22. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9093. Through this book and special audio CD teaching, you will learn that the New Age religion is filled with occult practices forbidden in the Bible, falsely teaches that all religions are just different paths to the same God, denies that Jesus is the Son of God, presents Eastern religious teachings like reincarnation as if biblical, is part of Satan's end-time strategy of a one-world religion. Your children and grandchildren are inundated with the New Age religion in movies, on TV, and even through their video games. Both the book and CD will help you and your loved ones avoid end-time deception. Give this book to those you know are in the New Age. Don't miss out on getting this brand new book, Truth Seekers, and this revealing audio CD teaching, Avoiding Deception. Both yours for a donation of $22. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9093. Call or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 9093 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Mike Shreve. And we've just found out that if you have a good counterfeit, it must be a good counterfeit of something authentic. The authentic of God, based on the Bible, is the supernatural, miracles, healings, wonderful things of God. But there's something that looks so close that many people are being deceived, and it's called the New Age. Now, Mike Shreve was an instructor of yoga at four universities in the Tampa, Florida area, and they read a big newspaper article about him, and a prayer group got a hold of this, and they started praying for him by name, every hour, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And a friend of his 
had just had an encounter with Jesus that was in the New Age, like he was, and wrote him a letter, and he said, I'm, I'm not paying any attention to that, but just in case, I'm going to take one day and pray and find out who this Jesus is. Uh, and, and so it, he, he takes that day and he is hitchhiking. And guess who picks him up? Someone from that prayer group. That's right. How in the world? That's a needle in a haystack, Mike. How did they do that? It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing the way the Holy Spirit orchestrated the whole thing. One of the members of the prayer group who happened to be a former yoga student himself. Now, that doesn't sound like a coincidence. It mm -hmm. sounds to me like a God incidence. He was walking in a laundromat, and the Holy Spirit fell on him and said, Don't go in there. I've got a job for you to do. Get in your van and start driving. He had no idea where God was going to lead him, but he started driving, and every time he felt an impulse, he'd take a turn. He didn't know that two miles away, I was standing on the side of the road hitchhiking. I'd been praying all day long from 3.30 in the morning till that afternoon that Jesus would reveal to me if he was the truth. And now I'm going to teach a yoga class. And he never picked up hitchhikers, but he said he felt this compulsion again to pull over to the side of the road and pick me up. And when I opened the door and looked in, my heart just started leaping inside of me Why? because he had taped a picture of Jesus to the ceiling of his van. And you're and, praying, Jesus, if you're real, yeah, show me. <laughs> yeah, and that's the first thing I saw when I got in the van. I looked up and there's this picture. So I'm sitting on the edge of my seat in expectation. And a few minutes later, he turned around and said, friend, can I ask you a question? I said, yes. He said, have you ever experienced Jesus coming into your heart? I said, no, but when can I? And he gave me this surprised look like I wasn't supposed to respond so quick. I, I mean, you, you pray and pray and pray. And then he says, can I? And you say, what? Tilt? He said, you can come to our prayer meeting tonight. I said, I don't want to wait that long. If I can find Jesus, I want to find him now. And so he pulled the van over to the side of the road, left it running. We knelt down in the back of the van. We talked a little while. And then I prayed a simple prayer that I thought was too simple to bring me into contact with God, but it worked. But it revolutionized his life. In fact, then he goes back to those hundreds of students at the four universities, and what did you tell your yoga students? Well, I told them that the classes would be dismissed because unknowingly I had misled them and that I found out Jesus really was the only way. And see, what I had taught them, Sid, which is a new age belief, is that there's a spark of divinity within every human being. And to find God, you look within, and that's a universal opportunity. It doesn't involve one particular religion, according to New Age uh, uh, philosophies. But I had discovered when I invited Jesus into my heart that the Holy Spirit came into me from without. So God was external prior to a salvation experience or an experience mm -hmm. of union with God instead of inside. And, and, and that, that just jarred me to the core of my being, realizing that I had instructed them wrong. Well, how did it, how'd they react when you told them this? Most of my main students became Christians also. Uh, and we stopped the classes from that very point. By the way, ju ju just for my interest, there are many Christians involved in yoga today. Is that wrong? I counsel people not to uh, involve themselves, even in the physical aspect of yoga. There's... Uh, there's five main reasons I give that people should... Yeah, give me your strongest. Well, my strongest reason is, number one, if you go to a yoga studio 
where there's pictures of Krishna and statues of Buddha and uh, there's a prevalent belief system that all religions are different paths to the same God. It's similar to walking into an idol temple because it's acknowledging false gods and goddesses as being real. Even if you only involve yourself in the physical yoga, the Hatha yoga, you are in an atmosphere that is not going to be blessed of the Holy Spirit. And I tell people just not to involve oh, Okay, themselves. so there are at least five reasons. That was, that was just one. I'm reminded of myself before I knew the Messiah. I didn't know my left from my right spiritually. I get involved in the New Age. In my case, it was a meditation course. Uh, it was called the Silva Mind Control Course. Uh, and I was told that I controlled everything. I invite this, uh, this counselor into my head. I thought it was all imaginary. The Bible calls it a familiar spirit. And so I, and that I controlled this familiar spirit. But I found out that when I was exposed to the belief that Jesus was my Messiah, this friend, as they called it, became my enemy started cursing. And as a fact, it reminds me of, of, of the Harfushes. Uh, tell me that story real quick. Well, Robin Harfush uh, has a chapter in, in the book, Truth Seekers. It's an amazing, amazing story. Um, she, from an early age, was exposed to the psychic realm. And she had experiences with spirit beings, and then eventually met what she thought was a spirit guide that step-by-step step introduced her to key people in Hollywood and orchestrated events supernaturally so that she became a rising star in Hollywood. Uh, but uh, she was hand-picked yes, to was. be a spokeswoman. As a matter of fact, the same manager of Shirley MacLaine was her manager, and she was hand-picked to be supernaturally elevated in Hollywood to be a Pied Piper for the new religion called the New Age. And when she wanted to take a break, this spirit tried to kill her. Actually, the spirit caused an accident to take place where she was crushed under this very heavy door and it was a paralyzing effect. She was paralyzed and, and, and destined to be a cripple the rest of her life. But that just set her up for a miracle. Oh, oh of course. And as a matter of fact, at one point she saw her spirit guide and it looked just like Marilyn Monroe. Except she saw it change shape and become a demon. We'll be right back after this word. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. One new man, the convergence of Jews and Gentiles, the two becoming one new man in Yeshua. When Jews and Christians become one new man in Messiah Jesus, we will experience a move of God such as the world has never seen. Healings, blind eyes opened, diseases removed, miracles, supernatural events, the dead literally raised, multitudes saved the final and greatest revival before the return of Messiah. If we want to experience God's glory right here now on earth, then we need to knock down the wall of division that separates Jew and Gentile. If you want to experience an explosive outpouring of God's spirit, God's love, God's power, then log on to www.sidroth.org 
to learn more about the one new man. One spirit, one faith, one new man. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Mike Shreve. Mike, uh, I explained a little bit about my background and you explained a little bit about yours because this book, Truth Seekers, is so vital. What did God tell you would happen with this book? Well, at the end of writing the book, I was awakened one morning and I heard the audible voice of God say, bumper crop. And to be honest with you, I had no idea what a bumper crop was. And so I went to the dictionary and looked it up and it means an extraordinarily high yield of harvest. And what does that mean? That means there's millions of people, I believe, that are going to be affected by this book that are going to be harvested unto the Lord Jesus Christ as a result of the wonderful stories and testimonies. And, uh, are there many people involved in the New Age today? Oh, it, it permeates society. Well, you, you were telling me some statistics. Well, it, between 1990 and the year 2000, Christianity, according to a reputable poll, only grew 5%. But during that same period of time, the New Age grew 240%. Now, if that difference uh, continues unabated into the future, then New Age ideas, New Age philosophy is going to just totally take over the world. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> we're we're going to win. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But that's what its goal is. And as a matter of fact, most people are looking at Islam as the end time key player in the last days. I think, and Mike thinks, it's the new age. Yes, the new T age is more tell subtle. Me, tell me what their strategy is. Well, if, if I will, if it's all right, uh, let me mention there's three means by which the stage will be set for the Antichrist. And that's uh, governmental, which is the new world order, political agenda, and then economic, the international banking elite that are moving us toward a one world currency. And then you have the spirituality, side of this uh, three-part stage that is being set for the Antichrist. And that's the New Age. And the reason the New Age is the perfect uh, religious philosophy to undergird the Antichrist is because it embraces everybody. It says all paths are legitimate paths to God. And so it will seem as though the whole world is being harmonized under this particular philosophy. Well, you know, Everyone is looking at Islam. I have a theory. When everyone is looking at one particular thing, the devil is not wasting his time. He wants you to look. It's, it's almost like a diversion. It's a smokescreen. I'll tell you what, there are people that are watching us right now, and you have been touching on the new age, and you are in the new age. For instance, witchcraft, communicating with the dead, going to fortune tellers. Uh, what are some of the other areas? Tarot that, cards, yoga, meditation. Reincarnation. Right. Uh, you know, the Bible says you live once and then comes the judgment. As a matter of fact, you don't have to keep coming back when you believe in Jesus because you become the righteousness of God in Messiah Jesus. You can't get any more righteous I mean, and who would want to come back if, as an animal or, 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 or a human or anything? I mean, I want to walk with intimacy 
with God. I want the truth. And as Pontius Pilate said, what is truth? Speak to a new ager about truth right now. Well, Jesus said, I am the truth. When I was a new ager, I didn't think it was important to come to Jesus. I was told that forgiveness of sins, that's not necessary. We evolved through many incarnations to perfection. But when I was confronted with Christianity and biblical truth, the whole scenario changed. Then God becomes personal. And if I come to him at the cross, I'm forgiven of my sins. Jesus paid the price so that sins could be cleansed. I didn't know if it would work or not. I really had a lot of misgivings, but I invited Jesus to come into my heart. I said, if you're there, if you're my Messiah, I accept you as my savior. Forgive me of my sins. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. And it happened. And for the first time in my life, I had an encounter with God. I cannot persuade you intellectually that Jesus is the only way. But if you get a similar experience and encounter with God, that supernatural reality of God coming back into your heart and life will show you that the cross and the resurrection and the biblical point of view truly is the only way to a relationship with God being restored. And you know, Mike, uh, the thing that I like to say is you're at such a low level of spirituality if you're in the new age that why would you ever want to settle for the cheap spiritual counterfeit when you can taste the real thing? I'm reminded what Mike said when he was challenged, just as you're challenged right now. He said, I'm going to take a day. Well, I tell you, don't even take a day. Pray a prayer. It goes something like this in your own words. Dear Jesus, I've committed many sins for which I'm so sorry. I believe your blood washes away my sins. I believe I'm clean. And now that I'm clean, Jesus, as Mike said, come into me and become Lord of my life. Pray that right now and you will never, ever be the same because the love of God will flood you. Get ready to read the amazing stories of 10 people who sought to find supernatural truth, but instead got entangled in a web of deceit. Yet through God's grace, the ultimate reality of Jesus the Messiah was supernaturally revealed. Call now and get this brand new book by Mike Shreve and Sid Roth, Truth Seekers, and Mike Shreve's revealing audio CD teaching, Avoiding Deception. Both yours for a donation of $22. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9093. Through this book and special audio CD teaching, you will learn that the New Age religion is filled with occult practices forbidden in the Bible, falsely teaches that all religions are just different paths to the same God, denies that Jesus is the Son of God, presents Eastern religious teachings like reincarnation as if biblical, is part of Satan's end time strategy of a one world religion. Your children and grandchildren are inundated with the New Age religion in movies, on TV, and even through their video games. Both the book and CD will help you and your loved ones. Avoid end time deception. 
Give this book to those you know are in the new age. Don't miss out on getting this brand new book, Truth Seekers, and this revealing audio CD teaching, Avoiding Deception. Both yours for a donation of $22. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9093. Call or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 9093 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. Have you lost your impossible dream? My guest has a gift from God to teach you to dream. Dream with God and watch those dreams come to pass.